Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is 7 News. With Jody Spears. Good morning. Australia's COVID vaccination blitz is in full swing with thousands of people now immunised. Workers in health, transport, security and aged care were among the first to receive the jab, with health officials now facing the challenge of convincing people it's safe. We've done extraordinarily well, but we have to continue the fight to help contain COVID. But the next phase of that national challenge is the vaccination program. The rollout is generating fresh hope for stranded Australians waiting to return home, with Greg Hunt indicating a rise in caps as the vaccine schedule matures. New data has revealed AstraZeneca's COVID vaccine is more effective the longer you wait between doses, fueling hopes for a wider rollout. The study led by the scientists who developed the vaccine found that if doses were administered six weeks apart, the effectiveness sits at just under 55%. But if that's stretched out to a 12-week gap, it increases to 82%. It's feared another woman has died at the hands of her former partner as police investigate a suspicious fire that destroyed a home in Brisbane South. The bodies of a couple have been located inside the ruins of the Brown Plains townhouse after neighbours heard them fighting inside just moments before it went up in flames. Queensland police have since confirmed the 49-year-old woman had taken out a domestic violence order against her former partner. Emergency services had also been called to the property multiple multiple times with the latest incident just days ago. The federal government is expected to announce a major revamp of unemployment benefits this morning, including a permanent boost to payments. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. Do we know how much those without a job will receive? Jody, the official rate will be announced later today, but it's understood it won't be as much as social welfare groups had been calling for. The coronavirus supplement, the unemployment rate rather, was doubled at the start of the pandemic with that coronavirus supplement supporting those without a job. But that supplement was reduced in September and then again at the start of the year, the government had been under pressure to lift the fortnightly payment permanently. Seven News understands the payment will sit between the pre-pandemic level of just 
$40 a day and the current level of $51 a day. The new rate was signed off by the Expenditure Review Committee last Friday with and was discussed by Federal Cabinet last night. The government saying previously they wanted to strike a balance between supporting those who are unemployed but not prove as a disincentive to find work. The government now also under pressure to outline the future beyond JobKeeper with calls for targeted assistance for those industries hardest hit by the pandemic, including that of tourism, with fears that those on JobKeeper may need to revert to JobSeeker if they can't find work. Jody. OK, Taylor Aiken, thank you. A fourth woman has made an allegation against the man accused of raping former staffer Brittany Higgins inside Parliament House. The latest victim to come forward alleges the man stroked her thigh under a table at a bar in 2017. The reports have sparked four separate inquiries ordered by the government. I note these other reports and Mr Member Speaker, I look forward to the police taking these matters up. Brittany Higgins is expected to make a formal statement to police tomorrow. Former NRL star Sam Burgess is in trouble with police again after returning a positive roadside drug test. The 32-year-old was arrested on his way to visit his children in the Southern Highlands yesterday afternoon. Police say he tested positive to cocaine. Burgess has also been charged with unlicensed driving and using an unregistered vehicle. He'll face Mossvale Local Court in May. The Victorian Government has announced a Royal Commission to examine whether Crown Melbourne is fit to hold a gaming licence. The announcement follows the New South Wales inquiry, which found it was not suitable to hold a licence for Crown Sydney, as well as uncovering evidence of money laundering at the Melbourne Casino. Harold Mitchell has become the latest scalp of the saga, the fifth director to resign. South Australian fire crews are warning of an uncontrolled blaze burning northeast of Adelaide. While the fire threat has been reduced, the CFS is warning Pusey Vale residents to take care as 73 firefighters battle the blaze. A grass fire further north in Bolivar that threatened homes has been contained and all roads have been reopened. Prince William has provided an update on his grandfather as the Duke of Edinburgh remains in hospital. While visiting a vaccination centre, Prince William revealed the Duke is OK and that doctors were keeping an eye on him. Prince Philip was admitted to a London hospital on the advice of his doctor after feeling unwell. The 99-year-old has now been there for almost a week. A former Queensland childcare centre director will be sentenced today after pleading guilty over the death of a little boy left on a bus last year. 45-year-old Michael Glenn Lewis appeared at the Cairns Supreme Court yesterday where he entered the plea to manslaughter. Three-year-old Miki was found on board the Good Start Early Learning minibus in February last year. Police say the boy had been inside for about six hours. Scott Morrison is being urged to recommence negotiations with the Indonesian government to secure the early release of the remaining Bali Nine members. A bipartisan motion will be delivered to Parliament nearly 16 years after they were first arrested for drug smuggling. Five remain behind bars, all serving life sentences. An airline war has erupted between regional carrier Rex and Qantas. Rex has accused the national carrier of predatory behaviour after launching flights on some of its primary routes. Now Rex has been forced to scale back some of its popular flights. It's Qantas Link going head to head with regional carrier Rex, the little airline kicking up a fuss. We are entering into a new airline war. 
and Rex has its first casualties from the end of March axing Sydney flights to Bathurst, Cooma, Lismore and Grafton. In South Australia, Adelaide to the popular Kangaroo Island will cease. A blow to regional passengers at the airport. It's a growing area and needs a, a, an airline, a flight that can get them to the city and back. Rex is blaming Qantas for invading some of its key routes to intimidate and damage Rex in its traditional regional market, a criticism backed by government. Take $1.3 billion of taxpayer-funded subsidies and support, but today attack competition and in a way act in a very un-Australian way. Qantas says it's just competition. This is a classic Rex tantrum. It comes with Rex next month beginning budget flights between cities, Sydney, Melbourne, later Brisbane. Why would they want to compete against the big guys? Rex, in my opinion, shouldn't be a big guy. A brighter outlook on COVID and domestic terminals getting busier again and its regional destinations set to benefit with airlines fighting over the business. Rex is now eyeing off Qantas regional routes. It should bring prices down and there's nothing wrong with that. The competition watchdog has ruled out intervening. Chris Ma, 7 News. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. With plenty of sunshine, it's no surprise more than one in five Australian homes now has solar power. For many, though, the initial cost is a major barrier. Now one company is offering a deal which is nothing up front and pay-as-you-go while promising to cut your energy bill in half. Losing his job as a Qantas pilot after COVID hit, David and Ellen's story with a mortgage and new baby needed to cut their energy costs to the core. We're in a really good position to save almost $1,200 a year. Under a new solar affordability plan, they had panels and battery installed with no upfront costs, maintenance, insurance, upkeep covered. All they pay is a fixed monthly energy rate for 10 years, but half of what they were paying in power bills. We use the panels in the day, the battery at night, and across the use of the whole day, it definitely is enough for us to power our house. We haven't had to use the grid at all. With 18 panels totaling 6.6 kilowatts and a 10 kilowatt hour battery, their costs are set to drop from $600 a quarter to around $340. So we want to make a really easy way for people to get the benefits of solar and batteries while getting the upfront savings. It's very similar to a mobile phone plan where everything's included. Only snag? Being locked in for 10 years. If you move... You can either transfer that lower payment to the new homeowner or you can buy the system out and roll it into the price of the house. Having that 10-year plan and knowing how much we'll pay for the 10-year time period is really helpful for us as a family. The solar affordability plan is available now in New South Wales and ShineHub plans to set it up in other states within the next few months. Helen Wellings, 7 News. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has unveiled his four-step roadmap to take England out of lockdown. Step one will begin on March 8 with the reopening of schools. Restrictions will then continue to ease over the coming months with life virtually back to normal by June. We're setting out on what I hope and believe is a one-way road to freedom 
And this journey is made possible by the pace of the vaccination programme. The entire country has been in a full lockdown since January 4. Thousands of people are being evacuated on the outskirts of the Indonesian capital Jakarta due to major flooding. Days of heavy rain have caused a major river to burst its banks. More than 28,000 people across almost 40 villages have been caught up in the flood emergency. In some areas, homes were submerged under two metres of water. There are no reports of fatalities. A romantic ride in a hot air balloon took a frightening turn for a couple in the US after their balloon was forced to make an emergency landing in water. The couple was enjoying the view during a hot air balloon festival in Utah when they hit a wall of wind while flying over a reservoir. The balloons dropped suddenly and plunged into the icy water below. The quick-thinking pilot managed to level the balloon up and out of the water, landing safely nearby. Boeing has recommended airlines suspend their 777 fleets following a catastrophic engine failure on a United Airlines flight. The engine exploded, dropping debris on suburbs in Denver just after takeoff. United Airlines has grounded all 777s with the specific Pratt and Whitney engines. Japan's Civil Aviation Bureau has followed suit. The only other country with the same model and engine is South Korea. A cargo spacecraft carrying food, research material and other supplies has arrived at the International Space Station. The Cygnus spacecraft docked with the ISS after a two-day journey from Earth. The spacecraft was named the SS Katherine Johnson as a tribute to the pioneering African-American mathematician whose calculations were crucial to NASA's space program. The search for Queensland's newest lotto millionaire has ended. A Mackay local has finally come forward to claim his $50 million win. He purchased the ticket on a whim and says a big portion of the Powerball cash will go to buying his own home. US President Joe Biden is preparing to mark a grim milestone today as America's coronavirus death toll approaches half a million. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. A special ceremony will be held in Washington, D.C. Uh, morning, Jody. Yes, US President Joe Biden, his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, and the vice president and her husband are expected at the south portico of the White House a couple of hours from now, around sunset on the east coast of the US, both to light some candles and to take a minute's silence in honour of the Americans lost to the pandemic. The president is also expected to have some remarks. As of this morning, the site most broadly accepted uh, for data on the pandemic. A Johns Hopkins University site says the death toll in the United States from COVID-19 is 499,186 at the current rate. Half a million people will have died in the United States uh, by the time this day is out or if not early tomorrow. Uh, so a lot of commemoration going into that now. One newspaper, the Washington Post here in the United States calculates that if you put half a million people on buses and put them in to end, they'd stretch 152 kilometres to try and give Americans a sense of the scale of the tragedy. Uh, Dr Anthony Fauci, the country's leading infectious diseases expert and advisor to the president, has said he expects Americans will still be wearing masks outside their homes a year from now. Even as things improve, the new daily uh, um, infection rate has been 
slowing since January 8th, the death toll now coming down, but still another 90-odd thousand people are expected to die in this country between now and June 1st. Jody. They are shocking figures. OK, thanks, Tim. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low-pressure trough is generating thunderstorms over Western Australia and the Northern Territory. A cold front is moving from Tasmania towards parts of Victoria and New South Wales. The rest of the country remains clear due to a high-pressure ridge. Around the capitals today, a shower or two in Brisbane and in Sydney. Possible morning showers in Canberra, 19 the top. Partly cloudy in Melbourne and in Hobart, a top of 22 degrees in Adelaide. Hot and sunny in Perth, 38 degrees the top there and showers with a possible storm in Darwin 31. And that's seven early news for this Tuesday the 23rd of February.